0: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Weather-wise, sunny skies, and stills kind of dry. It'll probably last, well, maybe tomorrow night, or tonight, rather, would be comfortable enough to have the windows open, but high of 83 today and then 89 tomorrow, warming up over the weekend with more humidity moving in on Sunday. Right now it's 64 at Cincinnati's Q102. Got Taylor Swift making headlines with her new movie. And Simon Cowell regretting being so rough on all those American Idol contestants over the years. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with The Rock and Oprah.
0: Yeah, they launched a fund to provide immediate financial assistance directly to families affected and displaced by the Maui wildfires. Wow. I know.
3: That's nice.
0: That is nice. It's called the People's Fund of Maui. They kicked off the campaign with a donation of $10 million.
3: That's huge.
0: We were so concerned about what was happening in Maui that we were texting back and forth. And I read this article that Dolly Parton had given money in her community. And I said, I think this is the answer. You said,
3: I said, I love it.
0: And so we have created the People's Fund of Maui that will put money directly in the hands of the people who need it right now. So if you send a donation, that money is going to go to one of many residents who have been displaced in Maui, we guarantee.
3: All right, so how, how does that work exactly? Like How much money do they
0: get? Well, adults who've lost their homes in the fires, they're eligible to receive 1200 a month, and all they have to do is just apply at peoplesfundomaui.org. Oh, so. well, that
3: sounds easy. You know? In this case, the fund that we created with a lot of hard work from a lot of hardworking people yeah. who all care about these people of, of Maui, it is a clean directly to their hands and right away with some real immediacy because as we're finding the number one need
0: is money. People media. being able to have their own agency, being able yes. to make decisions for themselves about what they need and what their family needs. That's our goal is to get that to the people now. This is what
2: you do. Oh, you know. The
0: People's Fund of oh, Maui. No <laughs> hmm. Yep, yep. And uh, they also, you know, expressed extreme, profound gratitude to all the first responders, local organizations, and every individual who has worked on the ground responding to the crisis. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Those two, I mean, I don't know if you could ask for two bigger names to start yeah, fund yeah. together. You know, to raise money for something.
3: Uh, Joe Mason, and, our commercial production director. Uh, he and his wife have a have a trip to Hawaii planned over Halloween week.
0: Really? Are were they going to Maui? On
3: Maui, yeah, they got oh. a timeshare. So anyway, she called the timeshare the other day, and right now they're asking people with reservations through October seventeenth to cancel. So they're kind of on the other other side of that Just barely but i guess their place was not damaged but but there are no services in that area right now there, there's no water no running water no electricity roads wow. are still closed Um, so i guess things are still pretty primitive but the thought is they're hoping anyway that uh where their timeshare is because the the governor has been on a campaign to get people to come you know a lot of people initially said you know be disrespectful to go right now. You know, you get Like, in the what way. percentage of the island is destroyed? It's it's relatively small, but it, and it's on the southern end. But you know, it's substantial. It's
0: enough. It's right. enough,
3: right? And you know, the tourism is losing millions of dollars a day. Sure. So they're asking people to come. You know, just stay out it's of line, Stay yeah, out just, of the area, right? You know, let them do their job. But you know, please come support our our state because we need yeah. it. This is we depend on this. Yeah,
0: because it sure felt like when you're watching it, it felt like the whole island had burned. Right. Yeah, when you're watching it on TV. So there are still parts of it that are open and
3: doing well. Absolutely. All right. On Maui. Yep. Apparently on Maui. Yeah. All right, All right. we're going to take a quick break. Coming up, why the Exorcist is scared of Swifties. Ew.
2: The Q102 oh. app. Tap that F tap, and win today. Tap,
4: tap, tap, tap. Hey, that's one fine-looking app
2: open the q102 app and stream to win tickets to the Baird wealth management pickleball tournament courtesy of aces pickleball and kitchen cincinnati's ultimate destination for food drinks pickleball and more aces pickleball and kitchen where excitement knows no bounds Ah, ah, ah. i listen on the app it's so good the q102 app tap that app and win today Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has
3: an art. Taylor Swift announced her concert film, The Eras Tour, will premiere at AMC theaters and Cinemark locations across the country on October 13th. So this is great for folks like us who didn't actually get to... Go in go. And see the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and as expected, Swifties rushed to the AMC app and caused it to temporarily crash.
0: Did you guys get tickets?
5: No. Well, I didn't try. They're expensive.
0: No. Yeah, how much? I got 20 bucks. It's a heck of a lot cheaper than an actual concert ticket. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same, though, either. It isn't.
3: As of last night, the AMC app seems to be working again. So far, it has earned an estimated $10 million in ticket pre-sales. Which I think that's pretty good for a concert film. Yeah, well, if it's 20 bucks a ticket. AMC will show the film every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through November 5th. They are offering moviegoers a free mini poster. And there will be collectible popcorn buckets. And oh, cups that's nice. Available for purchase. Oh, how fun. While supplies last, of course.
0: Yeah.
3: But the Swifty fan base is so strong, it's already had a ripple effect on Hollywood. Universal Studios actually moved the release of The Exorcist Believer up a week to October 6th because they didn't want its premiere to have to compete with Taylor at the box office. Hmm.
0: I'm going on right now to see if I can get tickets for opening weekend, and it looks like there's some available. Let's. Oh gosh, yes, you can get. T- oh yeah, October fourteenth. The whole th- there's yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I might just go ahead and get tickets.
3: Now, you think there's a big crossover between the Exorcist fan base and the Swifties? I do not,
0: but yeah. who knows? Swifties do seem to have mass appeal. Right. You know. It's true. Yeah. Yep.
3: Hmm, I might wait for them to stream it. Same,
0: <laughs> but you know, I'll be really curious to see. I bet that I, I bet the cinematography. I bet they, it's super
5: cool. I wonder which city they filmed it in, or are we gonna, all of them, or are we gonna we're gonna get a little mishmash stuff. Bit, they're gonna do it, yeah. They're Don't gonna see do Cincinnati. It like, That'd be cool if we we make the cut. Right? They,
3: they said they had cameras, like professional cameras. It seemed like they were filming the whole thing.
5: At
0: every single one, probably because yeah. I mean that's what comedians do when they do a stand-ups, but they do several shows in the same location wearing the same outfit, yeah. and then they piece together. Yeah, you know, yeah, They together. find the best laugh, the audience that laughs the loudest at yeah. each one of the jokes, and that's the clip they use.
3: No, I didn't love my delivery on that one. Yeah. Go, go with the one the night before.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's how it works. Right. So Simon Cowell has spent A good portion of the last 20 years just tearing into wannabe singers, especially in the early days of American Idol. He was brutal. At times, it was very uncomfortable for some people to watch because it just felt mean. See, it always, to me, it felt like an act. Well, but were the contestants in on the act? Probably not. Yeah. And that's the case. That's what we're... Talking about now, because I mean, some of them, I mean, they're young, too. And when you get that kind of harsh public criticism and what we know now about mental health issues that we weren't paying that close of attention to 20 years ago, there were probably some contestants that needed some therapy afterward. And now Simon is talking about the importance of taking care of your mental health.
3: Oh, well, that's good.
0: In a podcast interview, he admits that his awareness of mental health issues is a relatively new thing. And he's had his own struggles, including suffering from depression, stress and burnout Mm. during the pandemic is when it got kind of rough for him. And he got scared because we were all dealing with something we'd never seen before. And he said he's learned that it's important to be in tune with your mental health. There's nothing to be fearful of and no one's going to look at you or judge you differently. He said, I think particularly men as a kid, especially it was always don't cry, be a man. But we're not all made of steel. And there's going to be times in our lives when you just need somebody to talk to. Now. All of that being said, yeah. he doesn't directly address how he or any of the shows that he is on or has been on might have affected other people's mental health in the past or if he regrets any aspect of his style. But he does say that he wanted to give people tough love, not false hope right. because that kind of feedback helped him in his life. Yeah. So you got to wonder, I mean, the people that That go on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette supposedly go through all kinds of psychological screenings Mm -hmm. before getting on the show. I wonder how much of that contestants on like singing competitions or talent competitions, if they go through any of that kind of screening or just at least in an interview to make sure that they're able to mentally
3: Handle the pressure.
0: Yeah, of everything that's going to be involved in a show like that.
3: Yeah, I don't know if they go into psychological profiles when picking contestants for these shows, but they, they definitely go into their background because they look for those people who the have sob the stories. Yeah. yeah,
5: And also I feel like, uh, especially most recently, those singing shows, there's like three newbies. That are really doing it. And then there's that one person that's trying out that had an album out like seven (laughs) years ago and toured with so and so, but never really made it. Yeah. It's like, you kind of already are in this business. I don't
0: think you belong on this show.
5: Yeah. What the bloody hell was that?
3: Right. Yeah. The interesting, the funny thing about Simon Cowell is when when he was on American Idol, you know, when when he was Mr. Mean Guy, uh, he came on our show and we were kind of bracing ourselves for this. Uh, sort of standoffish, maybe not so nice guy. And he couldn't have been lovelier yeah. on the phone. Just that, it's laughing so it up and friendly and generous. And, you know, it was hard to believe we were talking the same person based yeah. on his persona on the show. And he he's definitely softened over the years. Yeah,
0: But I wonder if they sit him down and they're like, okay, listen, we think you're beautiful and wonderful and sweet and kind. And we cannot come with, up with one negative thing to say about you as a person. Or, yeah, you're great. And not everybody's going to love you. So once you're on this big stage, people are going to be crappy to you. People are going to say nasty things to you about everything about you, from your appearance to your voice to all of it. Welcome to my world. Right, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if they, if they kind of prepare them for that. Because I think naively they go in thinking, I'm going to be famous and everybody's going to love me. Because no. everybody
5: up until this point has told them that. Right, right. Yeah. But no. You're the best singer.
3: Yeah. I know. He's he's so so pretty. I know.
0: He's so pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: This summer, a lot of people got a kick out of the Barbenheimer meme, Mm -hmm. which went viral as Barbie and Oppenheimer open on the same day, Uh, two wickedly successful movies. Uh, One of those people who got a kick out of it was Barbie Oppenheimer. Uh, There's
0: somebody that's named Barbie Oppenheimer?
3: Yes. (laughs) Barbie Oppenheimer is just some random 68-year-old lady who's a grandma living in the state of Massachusetts. That is her real name, Barbie Oppenheimer. But she says, many people don't believe it. They actually think I'm joking. Technically, she's gone by Barbara for most of her adult life. But when she was younger, she went by Barbie. Barbara says that she totally embraced her summer of unexpected fame. She has seen both movies, but couldn't handle them both in the same day. I'm with her. Mm -hmm. She watched Oppenheimer first, since her husband is actually related to J. Robert Oppenheimer, the so-called father of the atomic bomb, who was the subject of the movie.
5: Wow. Interesting.
3: Yeah. Uh, But Barbara loved both movies just in different ways. That makes sense. Hmm. She's even going to see Barbie again with friends. And she's going to wear a Barbenheimer shirt to celebrate. (laughs) It's unclear which one. I guess she she might have two, she said. Huh. Um, She says her son got her her one and then her son was disappointed to find out that she already had one. (laughs) That's funny. Speaking of hashtag Barbenheimer, this was inevitable. A Barbenheimer movie is actually happening. It's it's a cheap B movie. No, I don't have any casting details to give you, but here's a synopsis. In Dollsville, a group of fed-up female dolls led by the brilliant Dr. Barbenheimer build an atomic bomb, and their mission is to bring down the patriarchy once and for all. But as the battle of the sexes swells, Will Barbenheimer and her group of beauties end up blowing up more than they bargained for? Oh, (laughs) boy. So that'll start filming later this month. Could hit Amazon's Prime Video by Christmas. All right. If you can't get your movie played anywhere, call Amazon Prime Video. (laughs) It's being produced by Full Moon Features. This is not related to the AI-created Barbenheimer trailer that we saw earlier this summer. It's a totally different thing. Hmm. So now you know.
0: Now you know. I have Kardashian news. Oh, boy. What do you you got?
3: Yeah.
0: Chloe has legally changed the name of her 13-month-old son with Tristan Thompson. So up until this point, the baby's official name on his birth certificate has been Baby Kardashian. And for the past 13 months or so, they've been waiting to pick a name. They were deciding on both the first and the surname. And the name that they chose is now... Tatum Thompson.
3: Tatum Thompson.
0: Tatum Thompson. Tatum Thompson. Tatum Thompson. They also have a five-year-old daughter named True Thompson. Together, in case you're True getting all of
3: the kids mixed up, True Thompson's easy. I, don't know, I hate no. it. Tatum,
0: Tatum Thompson. Tatum Thompson. It's know. kind of a it's tongue to st- a twister. A little bit, yeah. it's A lot of Tatum T Tatum Thompson. Tatum Tom.
5: Tom- I- Tatum Thompson. Are they gonna call him TT? TT. TT. Oh God! Don't call me that. Don't call. Poor kid. My initial thoughts as well. Yeah. Did anybody ever call you TT? Uh, no, in high school, some people called me Tim Tim or Tim Squared. Yeah, whatever. It's but fine. thank God not TT. My mom would have halted that immediately,
0: because <laughs> you were Timothy, right? Timothy your mother or were Tim. Were- if anyone called me Timmy,
5: she was like, "He is not Timmy." <laughs> Not some lame boy with a crutch. But there if I'd known
3: you then, I would have been like, "Dude, that's like that's like a showbiz name. Like you're going to do something in either radio or TV or film well, or something." Like I'm Tim, Tim Timmerman. Timmerman. Well, what did
5: your parents do that to you for? That's what I got more often. Like, oh, did well, you? It's my dad's name, so thanks. ask my
0: grandpa. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Tim sorry. Timmerman. <laughs> Gwyneth right. Paltrow is making headlines. You know, she's on the verge of going gray. She's at that age. Sure, what happens. But here's the thing, like, don't most blonde, well, she she's not naturally blonde. Is she naturally? I say, not sure. Don't most blonde women just kind of go to white?
0: It's kind of. You don't
3: really notice until it's happened? Well, until it grows
0: out. I mean, you get some good growth there. When it, comes, it starts coming in really thick.
3: Yeah. Well, she admits that she got lazy with her gray roots this summer and is considering just letting it take over.
1: So there are
0: some grays that are so beautiful. I tried. Oh, yeah. I tried. I wanted to, I wanted this
5: Yeah, you did give it a go.
0: I gave it a go. I I went with my natural color and was hoping that I'd get some beautiful gray cuz there was I don't know if it still is, but for a bit there that was the color to have. Mm-hmm. The it color hair. I mean there were people dying young people. They yes, young people dying their hair gray. Yeah it was a thing but yeah just didn't I, I don't have enough of it
3: well she posted an instagram story this week where she asked her followers you guys think i should go gray or keep my highlights she has not released the final results but just before the story disappeared staying blonde was leading yeah 43 said she should go gray while 57% voted stay blonde. Point, I'll bet it's one of those things where she said, I'll look at the results, but end of the day, I'm making the call here. Yeah. In an interview this summer, have said, you know, it's handsome when men go gray.
0: It is. It's sexy and distinguished and all that crap. But
3: for women, it's like... Well, what do you plan to do about your wrinkles and your raging skin? (laughs) Definitely a double standard there.
0: I agree. I agree. And probably the biggest, happiest news of the day in my world, Eugene and Dan Levy are considering a
5: Schitt's Creek reboot or movie. Yay! I love that. That, That's currently our go-to, nothing's on, put it on show. Yep. Yep. Watched a couple episodes last night. There is not a bad episode. Huge
0: This (laughs) is the best.
3: You ever wish you could be a part of our show? Like, what if we called you up just to
0: check in? See how you're doing. Maybe give you free concert tickets and an amazing jersey. And
3: you need to sign up for the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
0: So we can be besties! The truth is, our listeners are the best part of the show. Couldn't
3: do it without Jeff. And the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Clubs, kind of our way to show our appreciation.
0: So check out WKRQ.com and sign up today. We should be friends.
3: We'd love to have you. Tell us about yourself and what you love most about the Show. the
0: jeff and jen best friends club
4: oh let's be veggies
0: can't believe we approved this we did
4: i am so excited find out more
0: and sign up at wkrq.com or not
3: <laughs> it is friday the first day of september can here you believe it's here. september already september 2023 we're jeff and jen and here it is your news that didn't make the news on cincinnati's q102 Uh, As far as I'm concerned, it is Labor Day weekend, Yep, almost, and a lot of people are traveling. If you are one of them, most people are traveling by car this holiday weekend. More than a third of people are hopping in the car, while 14% are flying, and only 3% are going by bus or train. But where are they going? Well, according to AAA, the top five domestic destinations for this weekend are Seattle, Orlando, it's nice and cool in Seattle. Beautiful time of year in Seattle right now in September. This is the sweet spot, followed by Orlando, Anchorage, Alaska, New York City, and Las Vegas. Interesting. Uh, Seattle is also up there too, largely because of the strong demand for Alaskan cruises, which is reinforced by Anchorage mm, being number yeah. three. So there could be a trend of people driving to Alaska or at least Seattle,
5: but it's. How
0: long of a drive would that be? How how many hours are you in Canada to get to Alaska?
5: When I was uh, 19, me and some friends took a road trip and we went out to the Canadian Rockies by car. Mm -hmm. And I was coming home. So that's not as far as Alaska, but probably three quarters of the way. Yeah. And we did two and a half days coming home straight driving the whole
0: time. Oh my God.
5: Pretty good. Yeah. Two
0: and a half days. Mm That's like sixty hours. It was a long time
5: because <laughs> you got to go through the mountains, and there's yeah. not like necessarily big, fast interstates the entire way. Oh wow, it was a fun trip. I bet.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think. We made the drive from Seattle to Vancouver, and that was only a couple of hours. So there's a lot of Canada to go through to get to, to get to Alaska. Other travelers seem to want one last shot at hotter temperatures because. Central Florida is also popular, although some areas there are still recovering from Hurricane Adalia. But uh, those, the, that task force of uh, aid workers and uh, linemen that were mm-hmm. sent down there to help out uh, ended up just turning around and coming back because there wasn't nearly as much damage as they were expecting. Again, they got very lucky with the fact that that particular Big Bend area of Florida yeah. is more, more sparsely populated than, say, Tampa St. Pete. The top international destinations are, here you go, Vancouver, followed by Rome, uh, London, Dublin, Paris. They say Canada is popular this time of year because of its cooler temperatures and stunning scenery. Mm. If you're traveling by car, gas prices are basically the same as last year. The national average for a gallon of regular unleaded expected to be around $3.80. Although, if you are driving to Alaska, gas there is way more expensive But as usual, for holiday weekends, best time to travel by car and avoid traffic or early in the morning. So that would be before 11 a.m. You can expect the roads to be busy tonight until 9 p.m. As everyone is looking to get out of Dodge. So if you're willing to cut the weekend short, roads should be clear most of Sunday. There you go. But if you're waiting until Monday, the best times to drive are before 10 a.m. or After 7 p.m. You know, and I
0: will continue to fight for the rest of my life that we should all get the Tuesday after Labor Day off as well. Because how do they expect you to celebrate Labor Day and then have to turn right around and come back to work on Tuesday? You can't go anywhere. You don't want to travel home on Labor Day.
3: Well, let's talk about Labor Day. (laughs) This is a holiday that's been around for hundreds of years. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Poked around the internet for some fun Labor Day-related facts, stats, and just random silliness.
0: Has it really been around hundreds of years?
3: Well, the the origins of Labor Day can be traced back to 1882, when 10,000 workers assembled in New York City for a parade. Okay. And 12 years later, Congress made the first Monday in September a federal holiday. But... You know, we talk about, oh, I want this extra day. I want that extra day. I don't want to work. Af- I want to work from home. I don't want to work 40 hours. The 40-hour work week, it didn't become an official thing until 1940. In
5: well, the- wasn't
0: it Gerald for the Ford guy
3: from Ford Motor Company
0: that created the 40-hour oh, work Gerald week? Gerald Ford. Gerald
5: Ford is a different He's president. He's, He's a hard president. president. Who's that pre- the- Henry Ford? Henry.
3: I don't know. Yeah, word. it might have been Henry Ford. I think it was. Uh, the 40-hour work week became an official thing in 1940. But in the decades prior to 1940, it was actually quite common, Most, com- mostly common for Americans to work 12-hour days. Oh, wow. So the idea of an eight-hour work day was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> we have reached the promised land. 61% of Americans say they plan to grill at some point over this Labor Day weekend. According to most, the most recent numbers, Americans consume 818 hot dogs every second from Memorial Day to Labor Day. 1,818 hot dogs are consumed every second in this country. A
0: lot of hot dogs. So That's that, cool
3: and gross at the same time. It is. But so that <laughs> hot dog scarf is about to cool off for the winter you know when we all start planning to eat healthier. With Halloween candy and Thanksgiving and Christmas. (laughs) Uh, What else? What else? What else? How many Americans do we have working right now in this country? There are 167 million Americans between the ages of 16 and older who are currently in the labor force. And the unemployment rate is down to just 3.5%. Think about that. The rate was 9.5%. At the end of the Great Recession in July of 2009, and it was as high as 14.7% in April of 2020 during the early days of the pandemic. But you got several strikes happening in Hollywood right now. And according to the most recent data, 67% of Americans are supportive of labor unions. That's down a touch from 71% last year, which was the highest since 1965. I know the bus drivers in the Lakota School District are on strike this morning. Um, and it was interesting. I mean, the distinction is that they're not on strike. Their battle isn't with the Lakota School District. It's with Peterman, the uh, bus company mm-hmm. that Lakota, I guess, contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Peterman's a pretty big company. So is Lakota the only school district that they're I
0: don't think contracted
3: I with? Or is this know. one particular union that's uh, that seems to be having... The issues with security cameras, which seems to be the sticking point. They just don't Less want about the security
0: money. cameras.
3: Yeah, maybe they don't want them running all the time, which I find interesting because there's security Why cameras not? everywhere. Why
0: not? What I don't get it. I would think that uh, if it were me and I had a ton of unruly children on a bus.
3: Yeah, I want the security
4: camera. I want this
0: so I could, yeah. <laughs> show it to the parents.
5: Yeah. Yeah, well, they might want them off if they need to turn, you know, put that thing in park and beat someone's ass. Right. Stay and I think seat. that's it. Teamsters Local 100 <laughs> president
3: Bill Davis said the contract between Peterman and the Bus Drivers Union expired June 30th. And the new contract, uh, he said the union is pushing for more support in terms of technology and discipline. So, I mean, that may be it. Maybe Yeah. They, yeah Lakota requested Lakota requested additional accountability and safety measures in the contract, too. Though so the district itself is not directly involved in the negotiations, according to the Cincinnati Inquirer.
5: Well, I hope they get it worked out. So there you go. The drivers are safe. The kids are safe. All yeah. of the things. Right.
3: Uh, 17,000 kids affected. It's a lot. See, this is where you get, you get very spoiled very quickly when mom or dad are driving you to school. Do you think? Yeah, because you don't have to get up as early. Through.
5: Might have time for a drive-through for a bacon, egg, and cheese, or yeah. something. Yeah, pick up a little Dunkin' on the way. <laughs> so, Mom, I was
3: thinking maybe we just do this from now on. <laughs> I like it better. Yeah, we hit. So, our junior high school, some kid started a fire, and it on the bus. No. It was, it was actually during summer break. I guess he broke into the building and he started a fire in one of the book cabinets in the science room. Okay. And the thing spread and it rendered the junior high school, while the structure itself still stands today, it was an old pre-war building, but the inside was pretty much gutted. So, of course, I'm in junior high school at this point, so now we have to share the high school campus. But there's too many kids. The high school campus wasn't big enough. So we had to go on double sessions. Okay. So I forget the exact times, but the high school kids had went to school from like 6.50 in the morning.
0: Oh, my God. That's insane. Until
3: like 11.25. And so the school buses would be picking up. It would be doing their drop-off route. And while they're dropping off the high school kids, they were picking up junior high kids. That
0: had to be a nightmare for the parents.
3: Well, it was a nightmare for kids because now it was like there's no seats on this bus. And instead of like two people side by side, we were cramming in three people together. And, you know, there's some big high school kids on there, especially the athletes. So when I think about like the safety issues back then that were just largely ignored that would probably never happen today. Right. Was hilarious to me. But the drawback of that is that the junior high kids are now starting school at... I think it was like twelve ten, mm-hmm. and we didn't get out of there until 5 o'clock. Ugh. So during the winter time, keep in mind, in the city of Boston, yeah. you're on the eastern edge of that eastern time zone, so it gets dark there first. So it would it was pitch black a good portion of the winter when we were coming home. Yeah. Which concerned a lot of parents, but w- what choice did we have? Right.
5: Hm. It feels so late to be at school, 5 o'clock. Know, oh, it, right? just Ugh. everything
3: about it felt wrong. And the other thing that felt weird, too, is... At first, it was cool to be able to sleep in, but, you know, you'd have, like, nothing to do. It was just weird being off a schedule. Like, there was something to be said for routine, like getting mm-hmm. kids up and out of bed and getting them to do
5: something instead of, well, I don't have to be at school until 1210. Know? Yeah. Nothing like watching <laughs> The Price is Right. Right. Yeah. But that's only special on sick days. I should probably get started on my homework for yeah. later. <laughs> uh, has anyone
3: under 50... Balanced a checkbook in the last 20 years? No. Probably. I would guess no. I still do.
0: Do you you have a lot of checks you write out? No. I don't either. I mean, maybe 10 a year. I feel like that's...
3: (laughs) So I'm anal about the way that I budget things. And even though I I do... A lot of electronic payments, a lot of automatic payments, a lot of online bill pay. I have the banking app. Once or twice a month, I sit down on the desktop computer and I reconcile all the purchases or charges or withdrawals and deposits and make sure that my math matches what's happening and I try to keep track and as long as my books are balanced,
5: there's just something psychologically that makes me feel like everything is in order. So do you have an actual list written down or do you just go online and just do a double check, make sure there's no weird ones on I, there? I go
3: online, I do a double check and then I kind of transcribe it onto a blank check register that they provide for free at my branch. And so you do that okay. hand to me. And
5: so, yeah, that's, that's what I do. Cause I log in and I kind of do a double check, but I don't write anything down. Yeah. The little book. I know what you're talking about. The little book.
3: Yeah. And it also helps me plan ahead because I like to transfer money into savings and I got to allocate money for this. And so it's part of my planning process. And a thousand adults were asked about 15 skills kids learn in school and how valuable each one is once you're out in the real world. And how to write a check or balance a checkbook. Is still super important, like to to a lot of people. Ninety two percent of the respondents still think it's useful. Um, that made that was number five in the top five. Number four was how to type on a computer. So not just using your index fingers. Yeah. How to cook a basic meal.
0: <laughs> See these last two skills are I do not have at all.
3: Uh, I never took home ec, but my mom was pretty good at teaching me how to how to cook the basics, yeah. starting with scrambled eggs, grammar. Yeah, kids definitely are not using those rules when they're texting, though. No. And even though we all have spell checked now, 95% of people still say that knowing how to spell is useful. And a few more old school skills did surprisingly well. 88% think learning how to find a book in the library is important. So funny. I haven't set foot in a library in probably, I don't know, 25, 30 a long years. long time.
0: But the smell of a library immediately comes to me. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very specific. old books. And like,
3: there's still, when you walk into a library, do they still have the card catalogs? They still, yeah. And they're, they're still on the Dewey Decimal System.
5: Some are. And then there's computers as well. Like, so instead of pulling out the little, the little drawer, yeah, you know, you can just go type it in and it'll tell you where it's at.
3: 83% said sewing is too. I sewed a button on one of these shirts recently. Did you? Yeah.
0: Way to go. Is it staying on?
3: Yeah, it stayed on. Yeah, took, good. took me about 40 minutes to do it.
0: Yeah, but you figured it out. One button. <laughs> <laughs> and you used a whole spool of thread. Yeah. Yeah. it ain't going anywhere.
3: <laughs> 81% think it's still good for kids to learn cursive. Yeah, I like cursive because I, I can write more. It's faster. It, it's much faster. <laughs> Now, I'm with these people. Uh, 26% of people think algebra is stupid and not important. Only 70, 74% think algebra is important. I struggled
5: with algebra. I had to retake it twice. I loved algebra. I think basic algebra is a skill you should know. But after that, it fades very quickly. Yeah. Don't think everyone needs to know calculus or trig. Geometry. Yeah, 71%
3: said the same about memorizing all 50 state capitals. And 55% think the kids should still learn to climb a rope in gym class. I know, yeah, I we hated, had to. I
5: it was I like hated part of a rope. physical
3: fitness requirement, I think. Yep. In order to pass gym, we had to do that.
5: That one was always hard for me. Oh, it was part of gym, but I think it was really about building character. <laughs> uh. Just like square dancing. What the hell did that have to do with anything? I don't know. You know it, I'll tell you, it best. had to do with pairing up boys and girls so you could get comfortable together.
0: It was, we that loved was- We had a square dancing assembly, and mm-hmm. it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And if you got chosen to be the center square, at the Square Dancing Assembly, you were the bomb.
5: Walked into that gym we and that the cart bomb. was there with the record player on it. Oh, it was like, God. Oh, we loved it's it. that week. <laughs> that Dowan promenade my ass right out of here. We loved it. They didn't do that in Boston? I have no idea what you're talking about. That was a moment. Good stuff. Coming up, Google
3: is saving you from having to ever go to another meeting. That in the world's... Longest mullet. You ever wish you could be a part of our show? Like, what if we called you up
0: just to check in? See how you're doing. Maybe give you free concert tickets and an amazing jersey. And
3: you need to sign up for the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
0: So we can be besties. The truth is, our listeners are the best part of the show. Couldn't
3: do it without you. And the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Clubs kind of our way to show our appreciation.
0: So check out WKRQ.com and sign up today. We should be friends. We'd
3: love to have you. Tell us about yourself and what you love most about the show. Show. The Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
4: Oh, let's be besties!
3: Can't believe we approved this. We did.
4: I'm so excited. Find out more
0: and sign up at wkrq.com. Or not?
3: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty Bugs. good. Bugs. All right, so we have seen a lot of negative and cautionary news about artificial intelligence, AI. But I think I can get on board with this. (laughs) Google. I thought of you immediately when I saw the headline. Oh, this was tailor-made for me. Yes. Google just released a new AI tool that can go to work meetings for you. It's called Duet AI. Duet AI. They've been testing it for a while now, but just opened it up to everyone this week. Of course, before you get too excited, this is just for virtual meetings. So it's, it's not like it's going to trick your boss into thinking you're there. They'll, they'll still know you're not. But a feature called Attend For Me. Attend For Me. Huh. It joins the meeting on your behalf, the virtual meeting on your behalf, delivers any important information you need people to know, and then it recaps the meeting later on. And if you ever decide to show up for a meeting again, there's also a take notes feature. This is the greatest thing ever.
0: I mean. So you don't have to really, really pay perfect. attention. It's un- it's unfortunate that it's just Zoom meetings because, you know, we have so very, first of all, we hardly ever have meetings to begin with. And Jeff has it in his contract that he is only required to attend meetings that are pivotal.
5: Pivotal. Pivotal so- <laughs> is the operative force that's the legal term well we have one scheduled for a couple weeks we right we have a
0: pivotal meeting coming up in i don't october? know october i think but that's uh, what they tell me I, I have you ever been on a pivotal zoom meeting
3: probably I can only probably think during of covid one or
0: two that yeah. we had to what was that one we had to join we had to get an app for it team or what what uh, was yeah. that
5: teams microsoft teams yeah i forget what that was about still not how to work that <laughs> I had the hardest time getting on. Click here to join the meeting. Thank God for that button. Right. <laughs> God.
3: Well, unfortunately, corporate will need to be on board for you to use this. It runs within Google Workspace, so you can't just plug in a Zoom and go back to bed. Uh, your company's going to have to subscribe and pay $30 a month per employee.
5: Oh, that ain't happening. Everyone in the conference room, we're only paying for one of these. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jim Gaffigan was on the Hot Wing eating show Hot Ones way back in 2016. How did this idea not happen then? Spicy Hot Pockets have arrived, and Hot Ones partnered with them on it. Huh. Yeah, how does
0: that sound? I'm not, I don't do spicy. Spicy's not my thing, so. Oh, no? No.
5: Not even a little bit?
0: Teeny, tiny, teeny, itsy, bitsy, teeny, tiny bit.
5: A little bit of heat. I like spicy up front, but when it lingers... You yeah. can't taste anything else you eat after it. That's what I don't like. Yeah.
0: I don't like the hot, spicy in the belly, a tiny bit of spice in the mouth, but because isn't there a difference? Aren't there some things that are, that are careful, spicy in taste, but not hot and acidic in mm-hmm. your system?
5: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't want any rim stingers later. Correct. <laughs> that was delicate. <laughs>
0: That's the first time I've ever heard that. (laughs) But I knew what it meant. I'm here for you. Thanks for expanding my vocabulary
3: They've done spicy before, like spicy pepperoni hot pockets and spicy chicken jalapeno. But never this level of spice. No. There are four types, and each features a different hot sauce from the show. So you got... Spicy garlic, chicken, and bacon, which is the mildest, only a 2 out of 10 on the heat scale. That sounds good.
0: 2 is good.
3: Yeah, that does sound good. Uh, Two others are a 5 out of 10. That would be the smoky green chili cheese steak and hot habanero sausage and pepperoni. And three of those are hitting grocery stores nationwide this month. But the last one is supposedly too hot for stores. The fiery hot pepperoni version has a sauce called The Last Dab that's a 10 out of 10. That's got Carolina Reapers and an even hotter type of pepper called Pepper X. On the show, that's the last sauce that people eat. That's the hottest.
5: I'll stick to those first two. Those are the ones that sounded good to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can only get the fiery hot version through the delivery app GoPuff. And sadly, they're not widely available yet.
0: I have not had a Hot Pocket
3: forever. But we'll
0: be soon. I used soon. to live on those. I used to make them every morning at work. Oh, yeah. I, uh, oh, yeah. I was a fan. Those were
1: great.
3: Yeah, we did yeah. have some insane vending machines there. Yeah. Um, the ones that we got here I mean, rival them pretty good, but, you know, you could get, like, um, what were those? Like, chicken. Like, you could cook meals in those things. Mm-hmm. Like, ready-made meals. Yeah, and they were good. They, were, they weren't french half bad. Fries,
0: the, it made french crinkle fries. cut french fries. It had pizza in there. It had grilled cheese sandwiches. And they didn't suck. No, you would hit the button and then you would hear it go, rrr, rrr, and then it would cook it and then it would come out. It was great hangover food when we had to do those Saturday and Sunday morning shifts at 10. Yeah,
3: it was. Yeah. I spent so much, half my paycheck on those vending machines. <laughs> And when they worked, they were great. Yes. But they broke down a lot. Of, they did. As I recall.
0: Do they still, I wonder if surely they still have those kinds of vending machines. Oh, yeah. yeah they I have lovely. to. They have to. Yeah. I haven't seen one since that one. I don't think.
3: Not sure what to say about this guy other than it's just glorious. A 58-year-old woman in Knoxville, Tennessee named Tammy Manis is now an official world record holder for longest mullet. It's down her ankles. Yeah. Measures an impressive five feet, eight inches. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, they measure
0: it while it's wet. Did you know that? No. Well, yeah, I would think they would have to because, you know, curls will kink it up and make it look shorter.
3: Yeah, it it could actually be longer now, but that's that's just what they measured it when she entered the USA Mullet Championships Mullet. Division last
5: year, and she somehow placed second in that. That's just got to be hard to wash and brush. I mean, I know it's technically a mullet, but the fact that it's to her ankles seems like it's not a mullet. You could grow a good mullet with your curls. I had some hockey hair. I had some good flow. I do a little dual exhaust coming out the back.
0: Nice. You maybe that could be your fall winter do. Yeah.
5: It's just the time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Guinness didn't have an official record for longest mullet, but added it soon after. And uh, Tammy applied when she heard, but didn't know she owned the record until she got the official certificate in the mail recently. So if you want to steal the record from her, it's going to take some real dedication. She's been growing it out over the past 33 years. Wow. wow. She started her mullet in the mid-1980s. And then, for whatever reason, decided to cut it in 1989 and said she immediately regretted the decision.
0: Wow. So she
3: started growing it out again the next year and never looked back. She considers February 9th, 1990 to be her mullet's birthday.
0: Wow.
3: Now, Truth be told, she keeps it braided most of the time so it doesn't get snagged and stuff. But, you know, she rides motorcycles and... Yeah, to, that is,
0: has to be hard when it's that long just to keep it out of stuff.
3: Well, she's got to tuck it into the front of her pants so it doesn't yeah. get caught in the wheels. Growing the
0: longest mullet never really started out as anything other than it was the 80s and everybody had a rat tail. And I started growing mine and over the years it's just kept growing. So I've kept it. I'm actually in the 2024 edition of the Guinness of World Records for the world's longest mullet. And that is pretty amazing.
3: That's Tammy Manis from Knoxville, Aww. Tennessee, coming in at five feet, eight inches. By the way, the record for men is a little more attainable, by the way, but it's kind of p- pathetic in comparison. There's a guy here in Ohio had a mullet that measured three feet, three inches long.
0: Hmm.
3: That is long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does sound kind of long. Anyway. Yeah. Fritz is on vacation all this week or, were, well, all next week, I guess. She left, what, today, today. or yesterday? Yeah. So she's off today. She's off all next week.
0: Yep. Going somewhere tropical.
3: And then she's back a week from Monday. Yeah, a few things to look forward to in September. The NFL season kicks off next Thursday. Uh in theaters, the Equalizer 3 is out today. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 comes out September 8th. I I don't think I saw two. Same. Yeah. First one that was fun. The Expendables 4. It's theaters September twenty second. I don't recall Expendables one, two, or three. Need to get out more.
0: Yeah, Expendables. That that's a you would. Ah, it's good.
3: Is that an action movie? It's
0: so It's um a cart, not
3: cartoons. Oh, cartoon. It's. I think
0: so. No, wait a minute. Superhero. No, I'm thinking The Incredibles.
3: Gotcha. I got it mixed up. And the. Uh, First day of fall will begin on September 23rd. So if you want to get specific, the autumn equinox occurs at 2.50 a.m. Eastern that day. A ton of TV shows are back, including Name That Tune, I Can See Your Voice, The Masked Singer on Fox will be back on, The Voice on NBC, Survivor Amazing Race on CBS. Same shows have been on for decades, it feels like, some of these. Uh, That's also the premiere of American Horror Story Delicate Part 1 on FX. That's the one with Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's right. She's on this season. Right. And then new seasons of Sex Education and Love is Blind are back on Netflix. And the latest Walking Dead spinoff, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, hits AMC on September 10th. And uh, Tim is gearing up for September 7th,
5: Beer Lover's Day. Just went to the launch party yesterday at uh, Madtree. Mad Tree. They got an IPA that they're gonna have in a can available year round, which is something new for them for their beers. Pretty tasty. Had a couple last night with some pizza. It is called um seeing colors. Seeing colors. Hmm. I don't know. My beer tastes go ebb and flow. I think I'm going into an IPA phase. Yeah. Gotta put on that winter weight. Gotta make it <laughs> gotta make it <laughs> gotta stay march in a cave, hibernating. <laughs> yeah, you've always kind of Preferred IPAs, no I like them, but i I've not drank them for the last couple summers. Yeah. I don't know. I've been in a lighter mood, but I do like them.
2: What's going on in your hometown? It's the cue to do.
4: Terror Town is officially open for the season Starting tonight at 7 in Williamsburg There's also a food truck rodeo going on tonight Starting at 5 at Court Street Plaza The Reds play at home tonight Taking on the Cubs at 640 And something to keep in mind Cincinnati Animal Care is kicking off Labor Day weekend With $5 adoption fees for all animals Over the age of 6 months all weekend long I'm Molly Watson and that's your cue to do For more on what's happening this Labor Day weekend You can check out WKRQ.com
2: the Q to do.
5: Q102. Sunday
1: Saturday,
4: Sunday, what? Q Sometimes
2: the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102.
0: When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait?
3: Reese is looking for a second date update with a lady named Amanda, and we're gonna to try to help him out. Hey Reese. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for coming on Second Eight Update. How can we help?
1: So just in a nutshell, I met this girl on Tinder, went out for drinks, then we headed back to my place, and pretty much we hooked up. You know, she stayed for the night. Okay. She left early the next morning, and I haven't heard a word from her since.
3: Hmm. So drinks, hook up, stayed the night, left.
0: Yeah. yeah. Boom, 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 boom. So was the hookup the intention all along? Was that kind of the plan? Was this uh, an agreed upon one night thing?
1: I don't think it was planned. I think because the energy was flowing well, I think it just happened naturally. You know, she was really cool, and I think the plan was for me. May, might have been the hookup, um, and eventually, like I said, just ended up being that way. You know, we had talked like a couple of weeks before weeks before meeting up, and we both agreed that we were open to dating and if there was something there and then after we hooked up you know i asked her if she thought there was something there and she laughed and said differently and uh i don't know what happened you know maybe she might have met somebody else maybe i did something i don't really you know maybe i didn't realize it you know just i'm just kind of confused and i can tell you that there was a lot of chemistry like we talked like we've known each other for a very long time you know we had a lot of things in common um just firing on all cylinders and i just don't get it she go back to your place or
3: the other way around? Uh, she went back to my place. And you said she stayed the whole night? Yeah, the entire night, yep. Mm. And what was the vibe like when she left?
1: I mean, it was it was cool. Um, you know, we, we, we said we would speak later, and I just didn't hear anything from her. And that's not when you had the
3: conversation about a future, is it? Mm, well. Was that
0: before you fell asleep or was it after you got up the next morning?
1: I think it was It was before we went to sleep, definitely. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe she thought about it or, you know, I, I couldn't tell you. Right.
3: But it, so it didn't feel weird to you as she was leaving?
1: No, it didn't. I mean, otherwise she would have said something, you know, when, you know, we, when I made the, the comment, you know?
0: Yeah, that you
3: would talk to her later.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: anything else that you think is pertinent? No, that's pretty much it. All right. Obviously, you want more than just to hook up with this person. Yeah, I do. All right. We'll see what's going on with her. Did she find someone else? Is she open to getting together again? As Second Date Update continues next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. You ever wish you could be a part of our show? Like, what if we called you up just to check in? See how you're doing. Maybe
0: give you free concert tickets and an amazing jersey. And
3: you need to sign up for the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
0: So we can be besties. The truth is, our listeners are the best part of the show. could
3: not do it without Jeff. And the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Clubs. have kind of our way to show our appreciation.
0: So check out WKRQ.com and sign up today. We
3: should be friends. We'd love to have you. Tell us about yourself and what you love most about the show. The Jeff
4: and Jen Best Friends Club. Oh, let's be
3: Becky's! Can't believe we
0: approved this. We did.
4: I am so excited! Find out
0: more and sign up at WKRQ.com. Or not.
2: (laughs) Q! Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the Second Date Update with Jeff and Jen
3: on Q102.
5: When are we going on our second
4: date?
3: Reese and Amanda met on Tinder, got together for drinks, hooked up she stayed the night and left that's it in a nutshell but more to the story there was real chemistry there and Reese and Amanda did discuss the possibility of exploring a relationship and since they did hit it off so well it seemed like a foregone conclusion Reese didn't sense anything weird when she left so he thought for sure that these two would reconnect but it it never happened i I know you reached out a couple times and she hasn't responded and reese is wondering now if she's met someone else or if there's something else going on but it it
1: didn't feel weird at all when she was leaving right nope everything seemed pretty cool and like i said i just didn't hear from her so right
3: okay you ready to call
4: her
1: yeah let's give it a shot see
3: what happens
4: Hello?
3: Hi, can we speak to Amanda, please?
4: Um, yeah, who's this?
3: Amanda, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How Hi. are you this morning?
4: Good morning. Like, the Jeff and John?
3: Yes. Well, the one on Q102. The one's on Q102. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, okay, so.
3: You're not in trouble. We just want to chat. Is that um, okay? We're friendly. I promise.
4: Is this second date update?
3: Would that be the worst thing in the world?
4: Maybe the weirdest thing in the world, but not the worst.
3: Well, we spoke with Reese, who sounds like a nice enough guy. He seemed to think you two had chemistry, so thought we'd follow up.
4: (laughs) I mean, that this was, I think the weirdest thing that I've ever had happen on a date. Like it was just, so crazy.
3: You date with Reese. Yeah. He said you met on Tinder, spoke for a couple of mm-hmm. weeks before you got together and you went back to his place. Is that right?
4: Yeah. I mean, I was totally feeling it. And I also thought like, maybe like I'll actually be able to to date this guy, you know, kind of like seriously. Right. Okay. And then um, I go in his bathroom. I go to the bathroom like a normal person. And there's like a huge bag of maxi pads in the bathroom. Okay. And so I was like, I'm going to make a joke about this. So I grabbed it and I was like, Is there a girl that lives here? Like, totally expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, my exes or my sisters or something.
3: That was my first thought. Mm -hmm. I've gone months without looking underneath my sink.
0: You don't know what is
4: there. Honest to God. Who knows?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you asked him about it. What did he say?
4: (sighs) He said he wears them when he goes hiking to help his gooch grief. And oh, God. like, I, I had no idea what he was talking about. I, I mean, I, I literally thought he was joking.
3: We talked about this yeah. weeks ago on the yeah. show. That's a real thing. It's a, thing. It's a total thing.
4: I am I, I'm still like so disgusted. I was just what? so grossed out. <laughs>
3: well, wait, what did and, he tell you? I mean, yeah. it's different for every guy. I did mean, he detail
0: his gooch grease? Is that what you're asking for, Jeff? Well, kind of. What I is said, what situation? Is, how bad are
4: we talking here? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't want to remember. It was weird and a complete turn off. Like it was just. Did you? Sorry. So you like, didn't like, know what
0: gooch grease was? No, I never heard of it. So did you ask him what it was, or did you just act like you knew and then looked it up later?
4: I kind of asked, and he didn't really say anything. So I, I googled it. I asked my friends actually, and then I googled it later and. That
3: was enough. That was enough. And that was the end of that for you, I guess.
4: I mean, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm done. It is, It is, yeah. it's not exactly sexy to think of your man wearing a maxi pad,
3: but, you know. I
4: mean, no. Like, <laughs> it's. Is it that or is it the
3: reason that. he's wearing it?
4: <laughs> I'm not, I'm really not interested. So, yeah. Okay.
3: I don't know how to help you with this one, Reese. <laughs>
1: Seriously? I mean like I'm a guy and guys have this kind of things that happen down there and it's life. I mean, look, I-, I figured out that hack and it actually works, you know, and until they start making man pads or Kotex, you know, and Poise is all we got.
0: And they somebody should make man pads. I mean, if this is becoming a thing, there could be a fortune to be had. Or you could just
3: wash yourself better.
0: But if it's getting all moist down there and it's sweaty and grimy and gritty and I mean, have you don't you ever get like really Moist down there on a hot day when you're moving around a lot, well, no more or less than you do, I uh, would know you've got extra stuff down there. you've got extra folds and little places extra for folds things to hide and get stuck under. What are you
5: talking about
0: <laughs> you've got <laughs> creases. creases. <laughs> <laughs> you got Places where things can hide. What have you been looking at online?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would think it would be a little bulky, wouldn't it? Like, Depen- would you, well, it depends. It it you know,
0: they come in all different sizes and lengths
3: right. and thicknesses. Okay, but you, but you, Amanda, identified them as maxi pads. <laughs> I mean, they were maxi pads. I mean, there that, you go. That requires a certain days. width and thickness, does it not?
0: Yeah, but they have thin maxis. Gotcha. Wings or no wings.
4: I I don't even know. I didn't look at them that closely.
0: You know, I think I saw a picture of, like, do you use the whole maxi pad or do you cut them in half? Because sometimes, you know, they are very... And where do you place them? Like, when you're putting them in your underwear, does it start at the top of your crack and go all the way under? Or do you put it in the middle, like, where a woman would
1: wear it? Uh, I don't know how a woman wears it. I I just put it in there. Okay. Well... We appreciate you taking the call, Amanda. Sorry, Reese. All right. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is, but thanks for trying. Yeah, good luck. Of course. Good luck to you. Thanks.
0: All right. You need a little help with a second aid update. Just send me an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
3: Well, if you want them to just send it to you, they could then, just do Jen, you could do Jen at Jen w- w- If, if dot com. it's on the
0: more personal level and you don't want everybody hearing your story, you can send it just to
3: me. You can trust But me. if you don't mind it going through fridge first, right. then Jeff and Jen Correct. at WKRQ.com Good point, Jeff. more sense. You ever wish you could be a part of our show?
0: Like, what if we called you up just to check
3: in? See how you're doing.
0: Maybe give you free concert tickets and an amazing jersey. And
3: you need to sign up for the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
0: So we can be besties. The truth is, our listeners are the best part of the show.
3: Couldn't do it without you. And the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club is kind of our way to show our appreciation.
0: So check out WKRQ.com and sign up today. We should be friends.
3: We'd love to have you. you. Tell us about yourself and what you love most about the show. Show. The Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club.
4: Oh, let's be Becky's!
3: Can't believe we approved this.
0: We did.
4: I am so excited! Find out
0: more and sign up at WKRQ.com. Or not.
4: <laughs> Q.
2: 26
0: letters.
4: A. B. C. $1,000.
2: It's the 1K letter of the day on Q102. Hey, Kristen.
5: Yes, it's Briston. Briston with a B?
4: Yes, Briston with a B. Briston. Oh, let me change oh, that.
3: Briston. So it's B R I S T E N O N. Oh. Gotcha. I like Very it. Cool. I do. Very cool. Thanks. Welcome yeah. to the show. How's life treating?
4: You? Thanks. Treat me well. It's the first time getting on. I've been trying for a long time. Oh, you're due, <laughs>
0: aren't yeah. you? You're due. Yes. Well, cool. Let's hope we can win you a thousand bucks here. That would be amazing. Let's do it. So you doing anything fun for Labor Day?
3: Sounds like you're in the car. you on your way to your vacation destination.
4: I wish I could say I was on my way to a vacation destination, heading into work, no major plans, just to relax.
3: Oh, gotcha. Those are plans. Those are good plans. Those are
0: great plans. Yes, those are great
3: (laughs) plans. And how exactly, how is the traffic where you are?
4: Right now, it's actually pretty decent, considering.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah what are they say like 107 million people are hitting the road starting yeah. today. Something crazy. The holiday weekend. Uh-huh. What's what's your approximate location? What freeway are you on? We're on 75
4: south yeah. around
3: maybe Reading. Oh, yeah? It's not too bad? Not too
4: bad
3: at all. Okay, cool. good. Good
4: deal.
3: Well, let's see if we can win you $1,000 to yep. kick off the weekend. How Here. great would that be?
4: That would
0: be fantastic. All right. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. The only rule is do not repeat any of your answers. And the key to winning is passing quickly. Got all that, Briston? You got it. All right.
3: Uh, Briston, you couldn't have asked for a better letter. You have the letter S.
0: Oh. S. Oh, yes.
3: Yep. As in skedaddle. (laughs)
4: Skedaddle. (laughs) Getting
3: the heck out of Dodge.
0: That's right. And we do have a theme today. It is a Labor Day theme. So start thinking about Labor Day and things you do and things you see and things you hear about and experiences you might have on Labor Day. Okay, get yourself into the feeling place of Labor Day. Yes. All right. Here Uh, we go. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Whenever you're ready. With the letter S. Name something you take to a potluck salad. A hamburger topping. Salsa. An outdoor game. Uh, skedaddle. A job. Um, shucking corn. A business.
4: Selling lemonade.
0: A pool toy. Pass. A vacation spot.
3: When you get stumped, it's really easy to kind of linger there.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's why you got to pass. If it's not right there, you got to pass. Got to pass. Right, right. Yep, yep, yep. So a pool toy. A snake. That was a... Yeah.
3: Like a a plastic snake or something. Yeah, Yeah. that would work. Yeah. That would work. Um, That
0: was fun. An outdoor game, soccer. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was struggling too.
4: Yeah, that was that was tough. Tougher than I thought it would be. That it's could easier just be I when th- you're not on the phone. <laughs> yes, for
3: sure. Well, and I think I'm just tired. It's Friday. Uh, 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 yeah. Might it's easy to be tired. It into it. Yeah. All right. So you're just gonna lay low this weekend then, Briston? Yes. Well, enjoy every minute.
0: Yes, please do. And we'll talk Thank to you, you on so Tuesday, much.
4: okay? Yes, yeah, so we'll
3: do trying right. again. All right. <laughs> Take it easy.
4: You too.
2: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.